3: Well, speaking of moving and shaking, today, obviously, day two of the PGA Championship. We'll keep you updated on uh, Tiger's Day as it goes for uh, the rest of the day today. But a uh, big news out of the NBA to start, and there's a couple of big points to make off of this. Uh, the Pelicans, who in theory are battling for a playoff spot, and I say in theory because you of what like they've me. decided to do today. Uh, I'm, do- I'm doing the air quotes, too, just so people oh, good. I'm, I'm good. doing the air quotes. Dad. Uh, Zion Williamson will rest and will not play Friday night against the Washington Wizards. That is the reason. It is rest. There's no other reason. There's no, he's, you know, he's out of shape. He's this, he weighs too much. It's just rest for Zion Williamson. So as the Pelicans, I say, allegedly try to make their push for the playoffs, playing the second night of back-to-backs, they will play without Zion Williamson now this is really the definitive thing to know about Zion and the mystery around his playing time and what is happening with him as now the Pelicans went from hey we're right there we could be a team that gets into the restart in the bubble and is phenomenal they do not care about the playoffs. Right. Zion Williamson's health is the number one thing they are concerned about. Everything you've heard about Zion, why he's not playing as many minutes, why he's not playing at the end of games, it's all true. Is he too heavy and out of shape? Absolutely. We told you when he was drafted, the biggest thing about him, his weight. When you come in the league as the second biggest guy overall at 19, your weight is going to be an issue. Right, His weight's a thing. His stamina is a thing. The way he plays defense is a thing. We talked to Rick Bucher. On our night show last week, he said, listen, Zion sucks playing defense. Those were his exact words. Zion sucks playing defense, so it's hard to have him out there during high leverage defensive situations. All of these things are true. So when you put this all in, the reason Zion's not playing as much, not playing more, and his playing time is such a big deal is they are afraid that he is going to get hurt if they put him out there for longer periods of time. He has been hurt each of the last three years, got hurt a senior year in high school, got hurt with Duke, got hurt coming into the league this year. He has been hurt, and they want to obviously extend his career as long as they can, and this is how you do it. I, we, we got to limit his minutes and make sure that this is the most important thing. The playoffs would be great, but really, how far are they going to go? They do not care about making the playoffs. If they did, you would think they could put a healthy guy out there who's 19 years old, and you can put him, and he can, and he can play. But they can't. They are protecting his his health, hoping that he can get past these early bits of injury and frustration, get his body under control, all things that need to happen. And that's the number one thing. They do not care about making the playoffs. If they did, they'd be doing things a hell of a lot differently. At the very least, they'd be playing at the end of games when they need to close things out, if you're talking about minutes. But this is the number one thing for the Pelicans. Every, all the talk about them getting the playoffs – Out the window. That's out the window because they do not care about making it.
2: Well, I mean, you can play a little hot take nonsense with regard to what Rick Bucher had to say and what we've watched on the court. Uh, Him not being there defensively actually helps them. (laughs) Helps them defensively, sure. So, hot take nonsense there. Uh, He was 10 of 12 from the field uh, in his last game as well. So, offensively, you still see the bursts. Right? And he's been, what, on a burst limit or whatever nonsensical term they coined last week. And now you, you get to this point, and it's that level of concern because, obviously, there there is a big marketability and cap space associated with keeping this guy healthy. I've watched it from the memorabilia and trading card world. There's a bounty on a card that hasn't been pulled yet that is north of a half a million dollars. So, you know, when you start talking about the excitement that he's generated, nobody's come into the league like this since LeBron. I mean, we've had a lot of guys that you had some hope that they'd become stars, but let's face it, it's 17 years that we've waited on this, and Ja Morant's been fantastic. This rookie class has a number of stars. Tyler Harrow uh, there in Miami is lighting it up as well, but it's just the – The magnitude of this guy, you're trying to wrap him in bubble wrap, but also give people a taste, right? It's like, we can't show you everything here. It's like teaser trailers. You're going to love this movie. Here's 30 seconds of it. But I want (laughs) it now. If it's done and the effects are done, why can't I watch it now? It's like, no, no, no. He's still a work in progress. So post-bubble, into the next... Run of season where, in theory, all the workouts are in place and, and you can monitor it, monitor everything all the way through. Because he came in in shape or it looked like it, right? When they first entered the bubble, it's like, yeah, all right, yeah, good. But then he left, right? Then he and left then he and he came left back. And, and then and, it went, yeah it went downhill fast and you see what we've we've watched the the last two weeks and there's body language every once in a while when the explosiveness isn't there he doesn't make a play so he's got to get past that he's got to get some Stuart Smalley help I think (laughs) I'm good enough
3: I'm smart enough and I got to learn this rotation so I'm actually back on defense (laughs) you know this is not something to say oh my goodness the Pelicans are evil there because many teams aren't really prioritizing getting to the playoffs as we're seeing in the bubble certain teams are Blazers surely are. The Phoenix Suns surely are. Other teams, not so much. Because you're seeing as they start, hey, how much do we really, are we really going crazy trying to get ourselves to get in? We don't, either don't have the buy-in, we want to go home. There's different reasons, and everybody is there for it. Even LeBron is saying the Lakers are struggling for things that are going on inside the bubble. But this is, you know we, we saw this with Michael Jordan. His second year in the league, he broke his foot. And when he came back, I, I remember it was every day was, that tonight Jordan can play six minutes and that's it and as soon as six minutes came they took him out of the game and he played a couple of games at six minutes the next game was okay now he can play six and a half minutes and at six and a half minutes they would take him out of the game then it was six minutes and 45 seconds then he could play seven minutes and that's what the button that Jordan didn't like it fans didn't like it but this was the number one thing it was the priority was to make sure he gets healthy the thing is I don't know if Alvin Gentry survives this. That's the, that's the main thing yeah, suddenly hey, true. you know, playing playing Zion with all this different time, not playing him at the end, being evasive. If the Pelicans don't don't achieve the playoff, I don't know if he's the guy that survives this. That's the whole thing. And so he may be keeping Zion Williamson healthy for the next head coach. But this is this is the Pelicans thing. They are staying they they're going to Zion being healthy, that's the priority number 1. What's priority number 2? Keeping Zion healthy and all the way down. That's what it is. This is not the year we're going to wait we're going to hopefully he gets a year keeps growing into his body and he winds up staying healthy and being a bigger competitor and we can do it more next year but right now doesn't matter to the new orleans pelicans makes no difference
2: two things off of that i mean you mentioned the the jordan effect i mean being the south side chicago native remember watching that and the battles that played out you got to see part of that in the last dance they talked about that fight to get back on the court uh, that was going on with the front office and and everybody, so uh, very real and and very tense because you know you always have that one flash point when you have a superstar in your in your city where it's like, all right, is this the thing that breaks the relationship? Right? Kobe nearly had it. Magic nearly had it long, long before that. I was able to get a coach fired there uh, and and go on down the line. I mean, we, we can pick up pretty much everybody that hits that level of stardom and, and dominance that, that there's a, a flashpoint that occurs. And certainly with Jordan, that was one uh, of major concern in, in Chicago. And eventually it works out. He scores 63 against the Celtics, and, you know, the the legend grows from there. But But with Zion – you're absolutely right. You're you're trying to figure out exactly how to best manage this for Alvin Gentry. For all he know, for all we know, he's already he already knows the writing's on the wall. You know, you're guy, you're the guy to bring him in, teach him up, and then the next guy gets to to come in, and you know, you've already tapped to the bullpen to switch sports, uh, for a second. But you're trying to figure out your long-term asset and how to keep him healthy. And the, the worst part of it, Jason, is that the way Memphis has played, you've opened the door. Yeah, right. they opened the door for everybody. The door had opened for the playoffs. They've opened a door they the door for the Knicks to
3: somehow s- get back in from the east and back <laughs> in and get to the bubble and play. That's how much they've opened the door. <laughs> yeah, I
2: mean, it's just been hard watching. Right, They've lost a couple players to injury, uh, and that continuity hasn't been there. Look, they've got so much talent there in Memphis as well. Mm. So they're they're going to be fun to watch as, as these guys grow with 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 Morant and Brandon Clark and, and such. But, you know, for for the Pelicans, now, now we're getting excited and going back Back through that Suns roster and Mm -hmm. raising an eyebrow there. And, And certainly you and I have talked a lot on our evening show about the Trailblazers, and we knew about the backcourt. But the four months of readying for the bubble allowed the big guys to get healthy and to come back. And all of a sudden, that's a different team playing on a whole other level. We saw what Damian Lillard did last night that gained headlines all over the place. So uh, setting up for a fun run. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like Zion and the Pelicans will be joining us much longer.
3: Well, the other part of it is this, is that Jason Smith, Mike Harmon in for Doug Gottlieb today, Doug Gottlieb show. Why the hell is the NBA playing back to backs in the bubble? Yeah, it makes no sense. It's the one misstep they've had because everything else has been phenomenal. I mean, they've shown this is how we're going to do it right now, this moment in time. In, in COVID-19, we're doing it. We're not talking COVID-19 when we talk NBA anymore. Other sports, yeah, we're not talking it that way. Why the hell are they playing back-to-backs? There's no need to. You're playing eight games, and if you keep some regular season teams an extra three or four days, you do it. Why are you playing back-to-backs? All teams are going to do is sit their stars. The Pelicans are sitting Zion Williamson tonight, right? Le- LeBron sat last night, Lakers and the Rockets. These are giveaway games. They're, teams are going to say, we're just going to sit our guys. doesn't matter they haven't played in a long time. We don't want them to play a lot in a short amount of time as we're gearing up for the playoffs. I, I don't get it. Ask TNT, how do they feel? Last night, their marquee game was Rockets-Lakers. Oh, yeah, early in the day, guess what? LeBron's not going to play. Right. Yeah, kind of a sore groin he's going to sit out. Oh. Great, thanks. Thanks for second night of back-to-backs doing that for us. That that I don't understand. They try to limit them everywhere else, and they're trying to do it the last few years. But now, when you don't need to do it, when you're scheduling eight games per team, you're scheduling back-to-backs. You're starting games at nine o'clock in the morning, and you're fi- you, don't, you don't need to. I love waking up, going, boy, that game's in the in the third quarter already. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, that's what I don't get. There's no reason to do it, and yet the NBA does it, and and it's a it's a huge mistake that they made, and. I really would like to hear why they scheduled back-to-backs because I don't know. It doesn't make any sense.
2: I have to wonder if in the bargaining to get players to the bubble in the first place, this was one of the, the concessions that there was a time frame stipulated, kind of like baseball, right? All right, got to play all these games in 66 days. Very few days off, right? 60 games, 66 days. Let's go. And then, obviously, you've got fallout from when teams have a positive test and whatever else that may may have to uh, adjust or just have a lot of seven-inning doubleheaders uh, for the final two or three weeks of the season. But I have to wonder if that wasn't part of what the NBA players fought for as well, knowing based on where we were in the playoff race, right, the only spot really up for grab was that eight seed. Everybody well, else was in, just a matter of a little bit of shuffling, that maybe that was the con- one of the concessions that had to be made. Shorten it up and let's get done.
7: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio
6: and the iHeartRadio app. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you?
0: Terms and conditions apply.
3: Look, there's been a lot of talk this week about Aaron Rodgers and the relationship with Jordan Love and what's going to happen. Kyle Brandt of Good Morning Football did an interview with Aaron Rodgers in which he said, listen, I see the reality in front of me. I see what's going on. The future for Aaron Rodgers isn't in Green Bay. And just to to realize what's going on in Green Bay, the Packers would cut Aaron Rodgers if they could. But they can't, obviously, because they owe him a lot of money. And the backlash from the fans would be immense. They would cut him if they could. They want to move on to Jordan Love. You don't draft a quarterback in the first round unless you want him to be your starter sooner rather than later. And you can sit here and say, but Aaron Rodgers sat for three... That was in 2005. That's 15 years ago. That doesn't happen now. And they are making a push to get a change after a year in which they are one step away from the Super Bowl, one game away, and what would you say they would do with your quarterback playing at a really high level? And he's still young, still, you know, 37, 38, still has a few more years left before he really hits the other side of the mountain. He's still playing at a high level. Your team is that close to the Super Bowl. And what do you do? We take a quarterback. We trade up to get a quarterback in the first round rather than to get a player that can fill a hole and get you to the Super Bowl. Right. The Packers don't care about the Super Bowl as much as they care about replacing Aaron Rodgers. They want him out. And they've hit on, this is what it's going to be. It's going to be an awkward year, and at the end of this year Rodgers is going to want to trade. We're going to say, okay, we'll allow him to seek a trade and he will go someplace else. It's exactly what they did with Brett Favre. If they cut, they would have cut Brett Favre if they could have in 2007. But what's going to happen? You owe him money, there's a backlash. What are we going to do? It's it's awkward for a few months as, as Favre didn't know, i am going to I going to stay? Do I want to stay? Do I want to play? They tell him he's got to fight it out in training camp with Aaron Rodgers if he wants to to come back, that pushes Favre out the door. So Favre walks away, and the Packers go to Aaron Rodgers, and nobody really bats an eye because, well, I can understand Favre being upset, but the name on the front of the jersey is more important than the name on the back, so okay, let's move on. This is what's happening now. The Packers are staying silent. Rodgers is the guy doing all the media saying, it's going to be time for me to move on. The future's not with me. When you know a divorce is coming, it's not going to be two, three years. Right? It's going to be this one really difficult, awkward year. And then at the end of it, they're both going to want to move on. The Packers can say, okay, some are going to blame us for pushing Aaron Rodgers out, but we're going to get support. Aaron was kind of near the end. However it's going to go, it's not going to be overwhelmingly what are the Packers doing pushing Aaron Rodgers out the door. It's not going to be Bill Belichick cutting Bernie Kosar and there's all kinds of of (laughs) protests going on at, at at the Browns facilities. But this is the reality For the Packers, they want to move on from Aaron Rodgers. It's not about Jordan Love. It's about not having Aaron Rodgers anymore. Whether it's they're sick of his act, they're sick of him changing the plays, they want to change the offense, all of these things go into it. But they want to move on from him, and they would do it right now if they could. They would cut him if they could, but obviously they can't. Yeah, I mean,
2: we look at what the cap implications would be for this year. Uh, and we're talking north of $50 million in dead cap. Uh, and next year it's just a paltry 31.5. Biggest thing for me, you know, as you, as you talk about the pending separation uh, and divorce and Aaron Rodgers in another jersey, uh, remember the great words of Velvet Revolver. Do it for the kids, they say. It ain't about you anyway, which means <laughs> the Packers recognize and Lafleur recognizes Jordan Love is nowhere close to being ready to play NFL football. All right, that is a raw talent. And I think it took the larger approach of, all right, we might have been one game away from the Super Bowl, but we were miles away from the team we were trying to beat.
7: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific.
3: The Cubs-Cardinals game tonight was postponed after another Cardinals player is tested positive for COVID-19. And so while the rest of the series has not been uh, put into uh, limbo yet, the game tonight, at least, obviously, what's the test going to be? Is the player asymptomatic? Can they come? Can they play? And, you know... Major League Baseball is just going to be dragged across the finish line this season. Why? Because they didn't make a plan for what's going to happen when you get positive COVID-19 tests. For everything baseball did, Rob Manfred, they, they spent so much time going back and forth over the money that when they finally said, okay, we want to play 60 games, they put in a 60-game season. You're not playing in a bubble, so you know you're going to get positive COVID-19 tests. It's just a part of the population. That's how it's going to be. Whether it's players not being careful enough or whether it's just simple day-to-day things. I went to the grocery store and I touched a shopping cart and then I rubbed my eyes. I mean, sometimes it happens like that right you know sure. it could be that I was so a, a week ago I was paranoid for a day because I we went to get gas and I got gas and and I, I, I put the gas tank back and 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 I like a bug flew in my eye and I rubbed my eye and go oh my gosh how many people have touched this gas tank I didn't sanitize my hands I was like panicked for like a full day but this is how it happens it doesn't always need to be guys are out at bars it doesn't need to be that guys are not doing the right things it could just be sometimes life happens and baseball didn't plan for that because what happened as soon as you saw games getting postponed, and now there's three, four games not being played a night because of the opening positive test for the Marlins, other teams being affected because they can't play their games. Now the Cardinals positive test, you're loading up double headers of seven innings. Major League Baseball is making up their rules on the fly. So they're going to limp towards the finish. We, I could even see it coming where Rob Manfred has to say, you know what, we got to pause. we got to pause for a week. we got to make up games that have been made up because I can't give uh two teams, 15 doubleheaders. I just can't do it. I I can't have teams play that many games. Maybe they cut the number of games down uh from sixty to fifty five so they can fit it in because you can't keep playing into December. But Major League Baseball, that's the big thing that they did not do was plan for what's gonna happen if we get positive COVID 19 tests. This is what I'm hoping the NFL is watching and learning right now, going, okay, We got a plan for this inevitability because to have a game postponed in Major League Baseball, look, they're still figuring out a way to make it up with doubleheaders. If you get one game in the NFL postponed, one game, that you have to add potentially a whole week to the schedule to make it up because it may not line up with buys. You have one game postponed, and you know there's going to be mornings on Sunday where, hey, 15 players have COVID-19 or six players have COVID-19, including all our quarterbacks. We can't play this game today. And we have to postpone it. It's just going to happen. And so I would hope the NFL says, all right, this is our plan now. Maybe what we do is instead of playing a full schedule, we play 14 games and we build in two more bye weeks. And we have a bye basically every month where we can make up games that had to be postponed a couple weeks ago. Because other than that, you're, you're, you're talking about adding all kinds of time. Because maybe it's not the, the different teams that have to make up games. What if one team's got to make up two or three games? then you gotta extend the season three games. What if their what if their their record is seven and four? You can't just say, All right, well, you're going in by winning percentage. So I would hope that the NFL has some kind of plan somewhere where it's okay let's really understand that we can have another schedule out there, or maybe it's better off just to change the beginning and say we're going to play a schedule, but we're going to build in these bye weeks so we can make up games when we have to. It's not ideal, but how else are you going to deal with COVID-19? Because you're going to have it unless you're just going to hide the positive test results on Sunday morning. That's the only way that's going to happen, is that you're not, we hide the test results and nobody tests positive Sunday morning before a game, which gets a little conspiracy theory, but yeah. I wouldn't put it past the NFL, especially when you get Get the story out of Colorado State that coaches are telling players don't report positive tests so we can keep playing games so there's got to be some kind of lesson the NFL learns right away from this saying all right this is going to happen to us just because we play with more players we're traveling further than than the other than the other teams are maybe it's a different schedule maybe it's, it's someplace some place where we don't have to fly so much uh maybe some games we can take Uh, trains to or buses to, whatever it is, there's got to be some kind of plan for when the COVID-19 virus hits and games get postponed, the NFL can make them up when they have. Because if not, oh, but we're going to be in for a 25-week NFL season.
2: Let's bring it. Uh, the uh, planes, trains, automobiles video uh, highlights coming to you uh, NFL.com. No question about that as well. We're road tripping with the quarterbacks of the New York Football Jets as they get ready to play. <laughs> no, look, Major League Baseball. They announced 13 positive tests of the 13,000 samples last week. This is coming from Bob Nightingale, USA Today. Seven players, six staffers. It's still contained to two teams. The Marlins, the first place Marlins, I got to say that every time we do it, Uh, and the, the Cardinals. And so when we look at the way you react, you pivot. And I like the fact that the NFL is working behind the scenes and not putting this all out for media consumption and fan votes and hot take nonsense. Right. I don't need the 42 plans or whatever you've got going there, because don't tell me those schedule guys haven't been, you know, had an IV of caffeine running through them to make sure they've come up with alternate uh, permutations to this to try to make it work. Right. There's just so much on the line. And we know both from a monetary standpoint, but from a health standpoint and the public reaction. Right. They already get no benefit of the doubt when it comes to player safety, player health protocols, etc., So that's why it was such a big deal, and you had guys like Odell Beckham Jr. before they reported to camp wondering aloud, how do we make this work? There's not a lot of guys talking about that. Yeah, you had 66 guys opt out. On the grand scheme, it's not a ton, right? It's, it's eight guys from the Patriots, which is – you know, a whole other story and narrative that we'll have books about when when this season passes. But 66 guys out of this league of contact, a lot of offensive and defensive linemen, you know, guys bought in, whether it's the brevity of their careers, the chance to make their money, whatever their considerations are, you know, just wanting to go out and play football, right? This is what I do. I'm in my mid-20s, late-20s, whatever. But I, I firmly believe and maybe i'm just being a cheerleader and i'm i got i got to get some pom-poms that that the nfl is doing this right with alternate plans that they're just not putting to the public until they need to right why why lay it all out for scrutiny and and just the chaos that we've seen in all these other sports oh you don't like that part well we'll take that and we'll amend that
3: no, I mean, no, no. It, at some point, though, Mike, it, I, I understand that, but at some point, you can't just keep saying, oh, we got it. Trust us. Well, But what's your plan? Uh, no, no, we got it. Yeah, but what is it? No, 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 we got it. In any walk of life, whenever you're you're planning for something, you're trying to do something big. You want to know everything going on, and you know teams want to know. It's not just fans, but but look, and the media, but teams want to know. Coaches want to know what's our plan? How are we going to deal with this? What are we, what are we going to do if we wind up uh, having positive COVID nineteen tests? And maybe this potentially helps positive tests being reported and being hidden if there's a plan in place to make up these games and it's not well we got to play this game because who knows what's going to happen at some point you have to you have to assuage everybody that everything is okay because it, at, wherever you are whatever leaders are whether it's your your, your mayor your governor the president whoever it yes, is you're, you're trusting all your local and federal government you,
2: right
3: you, you, you <laughs> want to know Well, you want to know like if you hear a leader say I, I got it well what's the plan don't worry about it I got it no but 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 what's the plan and there's no plan there's no mention there's a you got to hear it I mean everybody everybody wants to be put at ease and know and have confidence that the leaders are going to be able to take this through and they have the plan for COVID-19 because clearly Major League Baseball didn't have one so if I'm if I'm judging by the sports I know it's haphazard NBA had a great ass plan this plan was awesome. NHL had a great-ass plan. It was awesome. MLB's plan was not that good, and this is the this is the leader of one of the top three sports in baseball. So, hey, NFL who has struggled with things morally for a long time, what's your plan? Because really the trust level isn't there. Make, make everybody know that what your plan is that we got it, that we can go to adapt to something if there's positive COVID-19 tests. This is why players are talking about opting out so much and not playing. They're not getting the confidence level and the report that they feel they need to from the National Football League. Now, most of them are, and the opt-outs get a lot of attention because these are players not playing, which is a story. Mm -hmm. 66 players not playing, all right, that's a little bit more than one full team when you think about it. But in the end, they're still, you can tell because of this, if you have 66 players who are opting out, there's many more who are nervous but are playing anyway. At some point, they're going to have to say, all right, this is our plan. If this happens, this is what we're going to do, and, and that's understandable. Or just let us know that a plan exists. Just say, yeah, we got it. If there's a COVID-19 uh, interruption, there are bye weeks we can build in. There are things we're going to do, and that, it, okay. Then I'll stop back, sit back, and go, all right, NFL's got it. There's a plan. If this happens, they'll be able to figure it out. It doesn't need to be in all that much detail. Just, just give us an idea and, and some crumbs that you have won, and, and and people will feel better about it.
2: Yeah, and then the, the crumbs have to keep changing uh, along the way. I, I'm I'm just of the, the belief when it comes down to it. Look, football, you you have some inherent risk, and we have all these zero positive tests, all these other places. I mean, if you're going to go the, hey, the NFL can cover things up, you don't think they can do that in other leagues? Oh, of course I mean, they you, can. I, I'm just saying if you want to go down but you don't that have road, to win the
3: NBA. You don't have to. I mean, uh, you're not having them. You're how, d- how do you know, though? Well cuz if somebody if, if, if in the NBA in the NBA if somebody didn't feel good was and they tested positive and they were kept away from but the what team if they, and didn't they didn't feel, play what we if would there know. was
2: they were asymptomatic
3: They're still getting tested. Yes. They're still getting tested so they but, can go But to my it.
2: point if you're going to say they're going to hide positive tests in the NFL I say how how can you be 100% sure these other leagues that are telling you they got nothing are really have nothing?
3: Well, because the, the NBA has been testing for a long time. They've put everybody in a bubble. They're not around people who have COVID-19. So as long as people aren't getting in and COVID-19 isn't getting in, there's
2: but no the COVID-19. workers are
3: still coming to work. Pla- players still are going to say-
2: coming from out.
3: Players are going to say things. If, if Players would have said something. If they were kept away from a team and they weren't feeling good, it would be, guess what? And, 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 and people would know that. And reporters would say, hey, so-and-so wasn't there tonight. Why was so-and-so not on the bench tonight? We can't say. Okay, that's that's COVID-19. It From that point, that in baseball, you can look into it and say it's the same thing. Here's a player not with the team. Why were they not there? Because. All right, now what's the reason? Uh, we would know that by now in, in, in the bubble with things that are happening. We would know that that was the case. And if it does Find out we find there could be some crazy over the top plan to keep everybody healthy despite COVID. We would know more of that by now. But you're talking about the NFL that's gonna test Sunday morning before the games. You know, you are gonna test during the week and they're gonna test before the game Sunday morning. And could information get lost? Could things happen right there? Yeah, you're talking about the NFL games. We're talking about NBA games right now that really don't matter to anybody that's trying to get into the into the playoffs in the Western Conference. Sure. NFL also- Sunday morning, it's a different bit.
2: But we just went through the whole Matthew Stafford thing. So there's your, uh, there's your case and point for the other. I did have, did have a false positive. But
3: now the NBA. No, it's preseason, it gets, so it's fine. Yeah. But what if that happens? It, exactly. They, they would keep testing, and it would, it, it's what you're trying to get the bugs out of it now. But Matthew but N- Stafford would have lost a game. The NBA. Yeah, the Lions would have lost. They would have lost that No, game. no, no. But, uh, I mean, no, but he, he would have been out. Exactly, And they yes. probably would have stopped the game. Yes, but it's good they're, get, they're trying to get the bugs out of it now, allegedly, appa- and apparently rather, not allegedly, apparently, they're trying to get the bugs out of it now. If you want to compare the NBA to the NFL, this is when it gets big, when we get to the conference semifinals. We go to the conference semifinals and conference finals and NBA finals. Then we see what the testing is done. Then our guys going to be tested every single day. Are they really going to be tested then, or is it going to be all? It's like right now, it's it's easy to do things the right way with the NBA. You want to make sure that our playoffs have to go off right, so we can't mess around with COVID nineteen right now because we can't have the playoffs be put at stake. If the playoffs are in jeopardy, that's the worst thing. So the NBA right now is as vigilant as it can be because they know that's the big show. They can't they, they have to make sure that it's all eradicated before we start the playoffs. Then once the playoffs get serious, then I can see your point about, well, what's gonna happen. But right now, the NBA's got to make sure that goes off. So I, I have confidence that they're being as vigilant as possible for situations like this.
7: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb show weekdays at three PM Eastern, noon Pacific.
3: Big news out of the NBA today. Zion Williamson will not play tonight as the Pelicans, quote, chase for a playoff spot. And I'm using air quotes with Chase. will continue without him. Uh, The official reason given is rest. No other reason. Just rest. There are many things I have missed in my life because of rest and needing rest. It's like every other day. Uh, So what to make of this? What to make of the NBA playing back-to-backs in the bubble? Who's going to wind up getting that 8-9 spot in the West? Joining us now on the hotline. Former NBA star, check him out, 10 years in the league. You can see him on NBA TV, here with us here on Fox Sports 1, CBS, ESPN, everywhere. It is Ryan Hollins. What's happening, Ryan? Hey, what's going on, brother? How you doing? Good, man. Hey, you getting ready to go? You going to go back and play in the bubble when they call you in about a week? Uh, yeah, man. Hey, Zion was a little out of shape, man. He needs a it I'm, re- I'm ready to go, <laughs> baby. <laughs> I was waiting for you to post a video of you doing some up-downs and going, look, I'm ready. I'm in shape. I can go. I can come play. <laughs> Oh, my God. It's hard enough
5: to find a gym as is, man, especially to find a trainer. (laughs) (laughs) All
3: right, so hey, dude, so what is it with with Zion? I I look at this situation, I go, it's obvious. The Pelicans are treating his health number one overall. They would play him more if they didn't think he would get hurt. And if the playoffs, they make it, great. But if not, they're not going to go crazy and play Zion extra minutes because the playoffs don't mean as much as keeping him healthy.
5: It's a disgrace, man it is uh i I hope that we can get to the point where zion understands how important he is to the league if i'm going to diagnose the situation i haven't spoken to anybody uh in the pelicans organization i don't don't have any specifics just me as a professional speculating from the outside he came in on a heavy minutes restriction he was upset i'm sure a player coach agent probably talked a, a bunch behind the scenes he played some heavier minutes with the weight. Uh, he, he looks like he's dark. He looks like he's darn near added, you know, fifteen to twenty pounds uh, during COVID, and I'm sure that knee flared up, or he just he didn't feel great after the game. So they're going to do a smart thing and, and sit him out. The disgrace here comes when you're looking at Zion, not knowing how important he is to the league, because guys like that have to make sacrifices. Whether it's the the Kobe's uh the LeBrons, the the Charles Barkleys, the Jordans, all those guys sacrificed their bodies to be able to come out and play. And there's a lot of little things about being a professional, uh, that that you have to go through to succeed. I played with DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan was chubby his first couple of years in the league. When he lost the weight, got with a nutritionist, everything else changed. DeAndre Jordan has never is never been in the same likes or or ballpark as Zion Williamson is of his hype and his expectation, not that DeAndre's not a good player. So it's disappointing to see that he hasn't figured it out yet. And it's not about the team. It's not about all oh, I'm out the house sitting around. I don't have the best you know, the best of you know, things around him. Giannis went through COVID. Uh Marcus Saul went through COVID. He improved. Uh Nikola Jokic lost weight during COVID. You know, there are a number of guys who took this time to come and get better. So Hopefully Zion gets it and he can actually understand his importance to the NBA.
2: Well, they added all those teams to the bubble so he'd get to play. And Memphis, <laughs> watching them now, they're struggling. They opened the door, Ryan. They opened the door, said, "Come on and come get it, big fella."
5: Hey, brother. And, and when you look at the Pelicans, uh, you know down the line their 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 matchups, they've got all nothing but under five hundred teams. I mean, heck, that loss to the Kings, I mean, that was the Dacker, And Buddy Hill didn't even play heavy minutes that's just flat out disappointing so uh they have a real opportunity at hand you would hope that they somehow squeeze in and it's not like the rest of the league has been looking great but if they had the sense of urgency of Devin Booker and the Suns or 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 a couple of or even the Pacers a number of these other teams that are saying man we're going to come out and make the most of this situation and you got to look squarely on Zion you heard Josh Hart come out and say it and a number of other guys that hey man you had Zion for this entire season they'd be sitting comfortably probably in the seventh or eighth or possibly even sixth spot in the Western Conference. He's that box office, office, and he gives the Pelicans something that they don't have. He's really intriguing as a player. He's got a quick second jump. He's got a high IQ, and he can just finish around the rim with with the most of us, best of them. And honestly, Zion coming in, he's exceeded expectations. I didn't think he'd be this effective this early, but he's that darn good. But he's got to stay in shape.
2: Well, he also didn't look- play defense, so we you know, got that. They that. gave up a buck forty. Uh, and Jason and I were talking about this before, Ryan. How much you know does this now weigh on and what Alvin Gentry may or may not be for this team long term?
5: It shouldn't weigh in on, on Alvin Gentry, but you know what, what, what's ugly is that when you have a star like Zion Williamson, Alvin Gentry's got one job now—that's get on the same page with Zion. Now, obviously, you got guys like Josh Hart, Brandon Ingram, J.J. Reddick, uh, who are just dogs. Those are workers. Those are guys that if you never uh, question them or, or gave them a, a summer workout plan, they're going to come out and they're going to improve from season to season. Uh, but you, you're looking at Zion, and if Zion doesn't reach his, reach his potential or if he's not on the same page with Alvin, Alvin's not going to be there too much longer, even though he's a he's a, he's a coach. At, and i played for Alvin before. Alvin has his stripes in the league. No one can question what he's done, but if he's not on the same page with Zion, they're going to be looking to, you know, build around him. And keep in mind, Zion is the guy you trade Anthony Davis for. Anthony Stinkin' Davis, okay, that's the top ten or top five, wherever you want to rank up talent uh, in the the NBA. And if Zion is supposed to fill those shoes, you know, everyone else is going to go before you kind of give up on this kid. So you don't draft a guy as box office as Zion Williamson, and then you give up on them. Unfortunately, you give up on the general manager, the coach, and all the
2: players
5: around <laughs> the
3: <first. laughs> you know the other part of this conversation is okay Zion's sitting out then you get a little bit larger he's sitting out the second night of back-to-backs LeBron sat out last night second night of back-to-backs against the Rockets and with a sore groin TNT must have loved that hey we got Rockets Lakers oh by the way LeBron's (laughs) not playing dude why are they playing back-to-backs in the bubble there's no reason to you're scheduling eight games in the playoffs why are we even having back-to-backs
5: For one, you don't have to worry about travel. For two, what else are these guys doing? For three, there's a lot of money that we're trying to make up, baby. There's a lot of money you're trying to get back for the league. And if you're an NBA player, you're not equipped to play it back-to-back at this point after you had three months off. There's really no excuse. And I get it. Guys, I understand. This was not the ideal three months off, okay? This was not the, you know, go go to the Bahamas, enjoy yourself, and then come back and train for the next, you know, a couple of months and then come and play in a bubble. This was you sitting at the home at home, you know, scavenging for gyms or trying to do, you know, workouts in your basement. Guys, we call them the jail workouts. Have you ever see the jail workout? It consists of, you know, pushups and sit-ups and, you know, some air squats, <laughs> you know, so um, I get it. They're not the best of situations workout wise. But hopefully these guys have the ability to uh, you know, make, make, the, make, make the most of it. But you know, as a pro, you come, you got to come in ready to go. I remember the closest thing I can say real quick, guys, um, when we had the lockout and we came back, we had triple headers that we had to play. There were back-to-back-to-backs that we had to play to catch up with the league schedule and do as best as we can uh, to, to really make salaries. So um, a back-to-back, should, that should not bother any
0: player.
2: All right, so we've watched the Lakers. All right, you got Phoenix and Portland on the come. We'll get to them in a minute. But Lakers with their shooting percentage and LeBron with this cryptic, it's just some things you can't control that's here that I don't really want to talk about that's off the floor. What do you make of that?
5: Passive-aggressive LeBron is back. We, we didn't want to see it. We want to hype him up. We want to <laughs> throw him in with Michael Jordan. You guys know I'm going to throw him in with Michael Jordan, whether, whether it, it, it should or should happen. Okay, guys, I'm just going to do that. But you, you do not want to see this. I'm not sure what's going on behind the scenes uh, with the Lakers organization. Uh, and it's and it's every single team has essentially been hit by COVID. I mean, the Phoenix Suns come out on fire. The, the Pacers come out on fire. There's a couple of teams who made the most of it. The Rockets, heck, they look they've looked really good. But I understand, man, you you couldn't control Avery Bradley joining the bubble. You know, Rajon Rondo hurting his 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 fist or wrist or whatever that was within the first couple of days. of a training camp. You know, I I get it, LeBron, but you're not gonna have the same excuses. Kevin Durant is no longer on the Warriors. Steph and Clay are both injured and sitting out. They're not even (laughs) in the bubble right now. So LeBron, you gotta get it together, baby. (laughs) We passive aggressive passive aggressive LeBron can't be met, guys.
3: All right, lastly, Ryan, we talked about those teams at the bottom of the West and getting in, and, and I look at when I say who out of these this, this horde of teams that are all within a game of each other is going to get in that 8-9 game, I, you know, the team, I know it seems kind of obvious. Well, I'm going to go with Portland and Phoenix because these are the teams I know that have come into the bubble saying, we want this. We're ready for this restart. We want to win. We're looking at this as a second chance. And other teams are kind of like, meh. We got meh from Memphis. We've gotten meh so far from San Antonio. Meh from the Pelicans. So that's who I'm going. Who are you going with is your eight, nine teams?
5: I, I I hope Phoenix can get in there. They would definitely deserve it. Uh, this this is the excitement that we had all season before. Uh, you know, uh, it, the, the big fella DeAndre Ayton had his you know drug thing. I'm not sure what it was, so I'm not going to uh, speak on it. But if you look at the roster, uh, Phoenix is a solid team. Devin Booker uh, can can play. Uh, we we know what with DeAndre Ayton. We know his type of talent, and they've got a bunch of long lanky defenders across the perimeter, and Ricky, and Ricky Rubio. Uh, we know what he does with international ball. Ricky Kimball, man, I love uh, playing and uh, competing against, with and against Ricky Rubio. So uh, that, that was a team that you had marked down on the on roster-wise that had enough talent. I like to see him go out and compete, but I think it's all about Portland. Uh, when you look at this Portland squad, Damon Lillard is easily a top-five player in the NBA and the best point guard that we have in the league today, guys. Quote me on that. And then you have C.J. McCollum, that squad is, coming in healthy uh, skinny mellows on a mission baby he's hitting dagger buzzer beaters and then they go and knock off houston who was arguably the hottest team at, at the time that was really making noise so uh if you're if you're looking at portland uh nightmare matchup for lebron james in the first round absolute nightmare guys we're going to be talking about that and charles barkley does not look as crazy as he once did saying that portland could beat the lakers
3: he is on Twitter at The Ryan Hollins. That is at The Ryan Hollins. Hey, hit him up uh, for all your workout needs and advice. He will be able to tell you what kind of squats and what jail kind of Jail workouts,
2: man. You can do.
3: <laughs> Dude, as always, man, great catching up with you. We'll talk to you soon. All right, fellas. All right. See you, buddy. Always, always fun. You got to do those jail workouts. <laughs> I'm like, okay, push-ups, sit-ups. What else is he going to throw in you there? do lunges, a little bit of walking. He's got to do those workouts. That's how it works.
7: Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.